0: I'm Joe Reed and this is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I have Emily Connolly with me and she has introduced us to a bevy of new books this new year. How are you ending the week, Emily? Hi Joe, I'm
1: ending with the new year in mind and I know it's time of year when there's lots of talk of like taking a new look at your house or, you know, your belongings or yourself and changing things and this audiobook is very gentle compassionate approach to that. It's called How to Keep House While Drowning, A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and Organizing. And it's written and read by Casey Davis with an essay read by Raquel Martin. And it's, you know, it's very compassionate, thoughtfully written guide that is a big help for anybody, you know, who's living through an ongoing pandemic or struggling to keep your home and space clean and written for people with mental or physical disabilities that might make it harder to manage these different care tasks that we have to do to take care of ourselves in our home.
0: So how does this compare to Marie Kondo, for example? Very different.
1: The whole idea of it is sort of decoupling the idea of morality from cleanliness or organization. So, you know, having a perfectly tidy and clean home all the time doesn't make you a better person. just means you're someone who can spend a lot of time doing that. And that instead, you have to think about, you know, ways that taking care of your home and yourself are a kindness to yourself. And, you know, what's actually important to you? How can you make your home work for you instead of working for your home, for example? Okay. So Casey Davis is a therapist, so she's coming from a different approach, too, than Marie Kondo would be or other, you know, people talking about new systems for managing these care tasks. She's very warm and understanding voice as she's narrating. You know, she talked about struggling with undiagnosed ADHD and having postpartum depression, had a little baby at the start of the pandemic and just was really having a hard time with a lot and also the chapters are super short she calls out main points so you can like really pay attention to the key take home messages in different chapters there's literal explanations for any metaphors she's using to make it a really approachable listen for anybody so i love that you know the book is not about trying to make your home instagrammable or a gorgeous palace it's about keeping things functional you know and remembering that dirty dishes in your sink are a sign that you fed yourself or your family. And cleaning them isn't a morally good thing,
0: but a way to make sure your kitchen's functional for the next time you need to cook. Well, well, why don't we hear a little bit? Since she's the narrator, I also want to hear how she sounds if she's in my ear. Yeah. So let's hear a sample um, talking about that concept of morality and cleanliness. Okay, this is How to Keep House While Drowning, A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and Organizing by Casey Davis. It's read by Casey Davis and Raquel Martin.
2: Morality concerns itself with the goodness or badness of your character and the rightness or wrongness of your decisions. Lots of decisions are moral decisions, but cleaning your car regularly is not one of them. You can be a fully functioning, fully successful, happy, kind, generous adult and never be very good at cleaning your dishes in a timely manner or having an organized home. How you relate to care tasks, whether you are clean or dirty, messy or tidy, organized or unorganized, has absolutely no bearing on whether you are a good enough person. When you view care tasks as moral, the motivation for completing them is often shame. When everything is in its place, you don't feel like a failure. When it's messy or untidy, you do. If you are completing care tasks from a motivation of shame, you are probably also relaxing in shame too, because care tasks never end, and you view rest as a reward for good boys and girls. So if you ever actually let yourself sit down and rest, you're thinking, I don't deserve to do this. There's more to do. This is an incredibly painful way to live. It affects your entire life,
0: I think she's a fine reader, a little speedy, but I also found myself listening. And I like that whole business of care tasks being seen as moral because mm-hmm. I do. I always say this is what a good person would do.
1: Right. And, you know, that's what we're taught and it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. You know, it's not where our focus needs to be. I don't know, it was definitely a rewarding listen, and I was glad I listened to it. So, you know, it's, an, it's a, definitely an interesting listen, and I figured it was a good one to highlight at the start of the year, because instead of feeling the pressure to make huge changes, maybe try to take some of that pressure off yourself.
0: Okay. That is How to Keep House While Drowning, A Gentle Approach to Cleaning and to Organizing by Casey Davis, read by Casey Davis and Raquel Martin. Well, Emily, you have definitely given us a great jump start to the new year. Glad to hear it. Hopefully everyone can find something to listen to. Thank you. Support for Behind the Mic comes from author Rob White's The Maestro Monologue, a Punch Audio production. Behind the mic is produced by Jessica Lockhart. Robin Witten, Michelle Cobb, Emily Connolly, Kendra Winchester, and Alan Minskoff are contributors. Jennifer Dowell is our editor, and the music is William Ross Chernoff's Nomads Four Way. And I'm your host, Joe Reed. Good listening.